0: Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to MyW Sports Sports Monday Hockey Edition. We're doing all hockey tonight. Got to get that recap for all you hockey junkies out there like me that just want to hear what happened this past weekend. Huge weekend. NCAA action, NWHL action, CWHL action, all coming back out of the break uh, for, for uh, the NWHL and the CWHL. But we're going to get started with kind of a mix of the two. We're going to start with out. Uh, in the Midwest, we had the Minnesota Whitecaps uh, taking on Bemidji State in a, a two-game series out there. Uh, the Minnesota Whitecaps won the first game, four to one, uh, behind goals by the sisters Monica, uh, sorry Monique Lamoureux and Jocelyn Lamoureux. Um, great goaltending here. Um, Shelby amesley Bensley stopped 26 shots. Even even the Bemidji State uh, goaltender Aaron Dieters here, 35 saves against that top-quality offense. I mean, we're talking about some of the best of the best out there uh, playing for the Minnesota Whitecaps. Um, and she just did an amazing job in, in goal for Bemidji State. Unfortunately, just not enough uh, offensive power for Bemidji State to win this win this contest. But uh, just a, a great back-and-forth battle. Uh, 0-0 at the end of one. So, I mean, if you're Bemidji State, you got to believe at that time Hey, you know what? We can skate with these professionals and, and these uh, these Team USA players, um, and they hung in there. Unfortunately, second period didn't go so well for them. gave up two goals, only scored one, and then uh, the Minnesota Whitecaps tacked on another two in the in the uh, third period there. Um, but four to one in the first game. Second game, come back. Bemidji State gets that offense they needed. They score five goals uh, on Ainsley Benzi. Uh, only 24 saves for her in this game. And in goal for Bemidji State, now this game, was Mackenzie Bruch. And she had 41 saves. Uh, unfortunately, when you are saving 41 shots, there's probably a good chance that quite a few of those may have gone in as well, uh, unless you're standing on your head. And, of course, the Minnesota Whitecaps here win 8-5. to five. Uh, Good game, though. Bemidji State did hang in there 2 2 after 1. Again, that second period for Bemidji gave up four goals, and that's what really opened the doors for them uh, behind uh, a hat trick for Jocelyn lamareau Davidson. A uh, couple other goals there. In both game one, Winnie Brown got a goal. Uh, in game two, she had two goals for the Whitecaps. And uh, Kendall Coyne got on the board in the second period here as well with a assist from Jocelyn Lamoureux and Hannah Brandt. Um, so just a great game back and forth here. High scoring affair. If you love high scoring affairs, this certainly was the game for you to watch. Um, and it just goes to show Bemidji state's uh, playing great this year uh, out in the out, out in the Midwest. And, you know, for the Minnesota Whitecaps, caps who they don't get as many games as, as these college teams do uh, to come in there and, and, score as often as they did is is really a credit to how good their offense is um on the year the state is uh uh four and se- four seven and one overall but playing that very tough WCHA, so um, good matchup for the minnesota whitecaps and again quite a few of those players just coming off of their uh win um over uh in europe against team canada in the four nations cup uh, heading into college, uh, we had North, the big series out in the Midwest again. Same WCHA action. Minnesota-Duluth, number three in the country. North Dakota um, coming in at, at number nine in the country. Um, Minnesota-Duluth won 2-1 to one in the first game. Um, just a, a great defensive battle here. Again, when we talk about goaltending, uh, Minnesota Duluth's Maddie Rooney has just been on fire this year, uh, 24 saves for Minnesota Duluth, uh, just the one goal in the third period already with the 2-1 lead and, and coming, um, in the middle of the third period at 10:06 um, by Halley. I'm going to butcher this last name. So I'm going to say Kriz, Krizniak, um, just a great, you know, European name there for you. um, but had a great game. Uh, one that we haven't talked a ton about this year though, Laura Staldler, um, is, is, has high hopes for her coming out of, uh, North, uh, Minnesota Duluth. And, uh, she got a goal in this game. She got the first goal of the game in the first period, uh, for the Bulldogs, uh, heading into game two, uh, again, you know, two top teams heading back and forth and, and this was a back and forth battle. Minnesota Duluth gets the early lead. They even take a 2-0 lead um, on a power play goal by Sidney Morin in the second period. But North Dakota battles back. They do not give up. And and I know Lou and I talked about this last week on the podcast. Um, you know, this North Dakota team, they see great competition all the time. I mean, this team has to face the the Minnesota Duluths in this case, the Minnesotas, the Wisconsin's, uh, even as I mentioned before, Bemidji State, St. Cloud State. Uh, are tough teams to play against on a day-in and day-out basis. Um, So they get two back and tie this game up at two, and they head into overtime, no goals in the overtime, uh, and finish with a 2-2 draw. Um, Good goaltending again. Matty Rooney stopped 30 saves on this one, just gave up the two goals. Uh, Lexi Shaw in net for North Dakota got uh, 20 saves on a night. Lexi Shaw was in net for uh, game one as well. Um, and has had a, a very good season uh, so far this year. I know, you know, you look at their record out at North Dakota five, four and one and in the WCHA uh, six, four and two overall, not great, but you know what? They're a team that, that you have to keep an eye on. They're a team that, you know, like I said, with the strength of their schedule, We've seen Wisconsin play so well. We've seen Minnesota play so well. Those two teams in the league, uh, Wisconsin nine zero and one, Minnesota nine one and zero, and you know those teams North Dakota has to face week in and week out. So when it gets to if they could just hang in there, if they could get one of those eight slots heading into the uh, playoffs, you know they're they're a team you got to keep an eye on as well. And we saw some really uh, great games early on for them against uh, some of the top teams, even though they may not have ended in, in victories. uh, It's just, it's, it's encouraging for a team like North to hang in there. Um, Coming back East, we had a a great series in, um, uh, this one was in Massachusetts at uh, Bright Landry hockey center uh Princeton and Harvard uh in a two game set in the ECAC this past weekend. Uh Princeton takes game 1-2 to 1. Uh just a, a great goaltending effort by Harvard goaltender Molly Tissenbaum, 50 saves on the night. Unfortunately, uh the offense was not there. She had to stop uh 21 21 shots in both the the uh, second and the third periods. This game goes tied into overtime, uh, and unfortunately, after two saves in overtime, uh, gave up the the game-winning goal um, to Julia Edgar for Princeton. So just a great back-and-forth matchup here. Um, Like I said, um, Molly Tizenbaum in goal for Harvard. For Princeton, it was uh, Alicia Da Silva. Uh, 20 saves on the night, Um, pretty consistent for Da Silva, Again, when we look at uh, head to um, for Princeton, uh, De Silva uh, had another game uh, another big game in the ECAC on uh, Sunday, and they took on Dartmouth um, and unfortunately, this one didn't hold up for De Silva uh, stopped twenty two saves, but gave up three goals on the night, uh, including uh, the game winner in overtime for uh, Dartmouth. and that one came from Eleni Tabano uh, great game though for Princeton forward uh, Carly Lund uh, she had two goals in the second period to tie this back up after Dartmouth had taken a 2-0 lead and uh, unfortunately just not enough as I said is in overtime Princeton is is one of those teams they're they're right on the bubble uh in the AC ECAC they've fallen now to two three and one uh overall four three and one but um you know, they're a team that, that does have good goaltending, and, and unfortunately it's it's fallen them a little bit from time to time. And, again, when you talk about the teams coming out of the ECAC, you have a Clarkson, a St. Lawrence, and a Colgate, who are playing so hot right now, not to mention Quinnipiac, who we expect to be there as we get closer to the end with Rossman in goal. Um, so just some great NCAA matchups this past weekend. Um you know, we we've talked a lot about the the players coming out of the NCAA, and it's just clear that that there's some great talent down there uh, about to hit the professional leagues. And speaking of the professional leagues, we also had just a, a packed weekend, uh, both in the NWHL and the CWHL. In the NWHL, we had uh, what I like to call the Battle of New York on a uh, Saturday afternoon and a little later in the evening, we had the battle of new England. Uh, first up, we had the new, New York Riveters, uh, defeating the Buffalo Buttes three to two, uh, good game here. Buff- Buffalo takes the two, one lead after the first period. Um, and unfortunately, or fortunately, if you're a New York fan, New York battles back and gets two goals in the third to win this. Um, we had, uh, Another goal by Emily Janiga, uh, who has had just an, a stellar uh, start to this season. Um, but the New York Riveters offense on this day was just too much for them. Uh, getting a, a power play goal from Kaylee Fracken in the third to tie it up. And then uh, the rookie sensation, I'll say, Mia Dench, has just been phenomenal to start this season. And with just a minute and 33 to go in this game, uh, she, she hits the game winner. Uh, from Fracken and also Ashley johnston um, this game third period got a little chippy uh we had quite a few penalties for both teams um, you know quite a few opportunities as I said on the power play um, Fracken's goal was on the power play denchs was was an even strength goal but but uh a little chippy uh, a couple couple of we had five different penalties in that third period spread out uh that wasn't you know, one person that was doing too much damage. Um, but again, you know, we saw a, a solid effort in net uh, from Katie Fitzgerald. And I've been very impressed with with Fitzgerald. And I think, uh, in my opinion, I think that's who the uh, River should stick with. I, I really was impressed with her performance against the Whale um, uh, uh, three weeks or so ago. And, uh, and now another uh, solid victory against Buffalo. Uh, I think Katie Fitzgerald should should get that nod and net in the uh in the bigger games. Uh later on we had the Battle of New England. We had the Boston Pride and uh hosting the Connecticut Whale. Uh the Boston Pride come away with a 3-0 victory in this one. Boston Pride get a uh goal in the first period to take the early lead uh behind the, a, a power play goal from Megan Duggan. Uh, and then chip in two more in the third from Smelker on the power play and Hillary Knight, uh, even strength. So, um, you know, a solid, solid game here again for the pride playing great offense. Brittany Ott solid in that again, uh, another shutout for her. Um, Nicole stock played solid in that, but, but, you know, unfortunately you've got to keep the pride lower. And, and obviously if you don't score, you're not going to win a lot of games. Uh, so, you know, a solid effort from her, but just not enough for the Whale to, to win this one. Um, on Sunday, then, we had another matchup between the Riveters and the Buttes. Uh, the the Riveters figured, hey, since we're driving out to Buffalo, why don't we play two? And thankfully, the Buttes said, yes, let's play two as well, because the Buttes came ready to play in this game. And, uh, unfortunately, the Riveters take the early lead, get the first period goal uh, from Janine Weber. They get another goal uh, early in the second period, 43 seconds into the second period, um, to to take a 2-0 lead on the power play. But then the Buttes storm back and get three goals, uh, two specifically from Karine Bui, uh, who has moved over from the Boston Pride this year and has just really helped out that Buffalo offense. Uh, she also had a goal in the Saturday game, uh, but two here in the the Sunday game, uh, really helping out the the Buttes offensively. Um, tied though into the overtime period because Madison Packer puts away an awesome even strength goal with just over two minutes to go in this game, and they head to overtime. And Cheyenne Darkangelo uh, gets the game winner three minutes into the game for the Buffalo Buttes. So another. Um, another overtime for the Buttes. The Buttes like to play those overtimes. We already saw them, uh, unfortunately, lose one to the Pride early in the season. Uh, but this one, they get the win. Uh, Katie Fitzgerald, uh, again, a solid uh, game in net. Unfortunately, as I said, uh, just was was overmatched a little bit when Bowie was able to uh a little bit and put something by her. Uh, Amanda Leve got the start net for the Buttes. Uh, and she had a solid night as well. Um, I mean, again, giving up three goals, but but they were spread out. It wasn't, we talked a lot about in the last couple of weeks about giving up the goal and then giving up another one right after it. And and Le'Veux did not do that. It was one each period. And unfortunately, one each period meant uh, three goals for the Riveters. But thankfully, her offense was able to to hang in there and get the fourth goal and win this game. So as we look to uh, the schedule heading forward, uh, next week we have the the Pride heading out to Buffalo on Sunday for a 3.30 start out at the Harbor Center. And the Connecticut Whale will head to uh, New Jersey to play at the Barnabas Ho- uh, Health Hockey House at 4 p.m. So check out that action next Sunday. That is the 20th um, in the NWHL. And Looking at the standings for the NWHL, we have the Pride uh, at 5-0, 10 points. They are leading the league. They are five points up on the next uh, best, which is the Buffalo Buttes. The Buffalo Buttes now are 2-3 and three with the one overtime loss to the Pride, which gives them five points, and the Connecticut Whale are 2-2 two and two overall, and they have four points with the Riveters coming in with three points with a 1-3 and three record, but I want to say that this is, this is very close, and, and I would say we're still not sure uh, who that second-place team will be and how this is going to shape up as the season continues. We've seen great games between all of these teams. I mean, just this week we saw the Riveters and the Buttes split. We saw uh, Connecticut and the Riveters have some great matchups a couple of weeks ago. Um, so coming out of the, the break for the Four Nations Cup, uh, you know, we did see some great matchups and I think we're going to just get to see more of that as we head next week. Like I said, another great matchup. Uh, we just saw an overtime the last time the the pride and the abuse played. We get to see that again next week. We get to see the the whale and the riveters go head to head again next week as well. So, um, keep your eye open for all of this and the NWHL action. If you're in any of these areas, please, please, please go to these games. It is a great atmosphere, no matter where you are, whether you're in Buffalo or down in uh, New York, New Jersey, or if you're in Connecticut, uh, or if you're in Boston. It is a great atmosphere. Uh, the, the players are, are very open to saying hi and, and signing autographs after the game, and, and it's just a, a, a tremendous atmosphere. So if you're in the areas, please go and support the NWHL. Uh, Another big news coming uh, out today for the NWHL. They signed a a broadcast deal with Cheddar, which until today I thought was only what I was eating uh, for cheese. But now apparently this is a broadcast company as well uh, that's going to help cover some of the NWHL games. So that's just great news for the NWHL more coverage, more opportunity for fans around the country, around the world to be able to see these athletes playing uh, is a great thing. And so thank you to cheddar for, for signing on with the NWHL. And hopefully everybody will get to see more hockey and hopefully this will help the NWHL as well. uh, Just continue what they are doing and hopefully we'll be able to see not only year three, but year four, year five. And as we just saw with the WNBA year 20 speaking of many many years we will now transfer over to the cwhl uh the canadian women's hockey league uh also had four games this past weekend uh i'll start with the standings on this one because i find it very interesting um so for the cwhl right now we have two teams tied at six and oh on the season 12 points uh, we have both the Calgary Inferno undefeated and Lays Canadiens of Montreal, both undefeated. Both pretty similar in their goal differential as well. We have 25-4 against, 10 against for the Inferno. We have 31-4, 8 against for Montreal. So very similar there as well. Beyond that, the Toronto Furies have had a pretty solid season so far this year, coming in at 3-3 and two overtime losses, which gives them eight overall points. Uh, the Brampton Thunder had a little bit of a slow start. Uh, they had to play both Calgary and uh, Montreal to start this season. So they are 1-4 and four so far this year with three points. And the Boston Blades are 0-5-1 one with one point uh, coming off the overtime loss to the Toronto Furies. That being said, if I'm 6-0... and I want to play the other 6-0 and team. And unfortunately, we're not going to see that matchup until December 10th. Calgary and Montreal are not scheduled to play each other until December 10th. So the good news is they could be even more undefeated by that point, which will make just an unbelievable matchup. The bad news is we've got to wait until December 10th. Um, But next week, we will get to see uh, Calgary taking on Brampton. So Brampton, hopefully, again, will get another opportunity to take on Calgary. Uh, We'll also get to see Toronto, as I said, who have kind of had a a great uh, start to the season. They are going to head to Montreal and and play Montreal, and we'll get to see them kind of get another opportunity to go head-to-head. I'm sorry, that's in Toronto. Uh, we'll get to see them go head-to-head again, and that should be another round of great games. But this past weekend, we had uh, Montreal and the Boston Blades, and uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, if you love high-scoring hockey, this was high-scoring for lays Canadiens, and that's not good if you're a Boston fan. Um, but so lays Canadiens of Montreal win this game 11 11- to one. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe there was some anger coming out of the Four Nations Cup here. Maybe uh, some of these players wanted to make sure that they uh, gave a little back to the Boston team. But just unbelievably offensive uh, performance here for for Lace Canadian. Marie-Philippe Poulin, just unbelievable, unstoppable. She had a hat trick on the night, including – uh, two other assists on the night, uh, scoring coming from everywhere, from Deschens, from Ouellette, from Julie Chu, from Anne sophie Batez, uh, just unbelievable, from from Marin, um, from Emard, I might as well name them all, and Leffert. I mean, unbelievable performance offensively for Montreal, um, in goal for uh, for Boston, uh, the starter was uh, Lauren Dom. Uh, she went uh, 27 minutes. She went about half. Had 24 saves. Just a ton of of shots on her. Uh, unfortunately, giving up seven goals. Jetta Ratcliffe, who just got by the Blades, uh, came in in relief. She got the rest of the game. 17 saves. Gave up four goals. Um, you know, again, we've we've talked a lot on the podcast the last couple of weeks about. Uh, just how much the, the goaltending is an issue here. And, and unfortunately, we saw that again uh, in this in this game between Montreal and Boston. Uh, going into uh, the Sunday game, though, the Sunday game, Mon- uh, Boston was able to keep it a little closer. Uh, it was a 1-1 game after one. It was a 2-2 game after two. And unfortunately, Montreal opened up the scoring in the in the third period with four goals to win this game, 6-2. to two. Again, uh, Marie-Philippe Poulin with two more goals. Uh, Caroline houlette with the hat trick on the day. Um, just, uh, uh, again, offensively, Montreal is an unbelievable team. And, and really the, the question is, when we get to that December 10th matchup, will it be the offense of the Canadiens, of lays Canadiens, or will it be the, the goaltending of, of the Calgary Inferno? Um, so just a, a this wasn't a bad game for for Boston. I mean Kate, Kate Leary got a goal, Christina Brown got a goal. Um, you know some some good play here for the the Blades. Unfortunately, it just seemed like that third period came and the the tiredness came to them and it kind of caught them. Unfortunately, another loss for the Blades. Heading up to uh, Great north, uh, Calgary defeated Toronto. 3-2 to in overtime uh, on this one. Uh, Toronto took the early lead. Calgary stormed back to get two goals in the second. Toronto tied it up in the third. Uh, but unfortunately, or fortunately, if you're a Calgary fan, uh, Haley Irwin gets the overtime goal three minutes into the overtime period. Uh, spread out here. Uh, no, nobody had uh, more than, than one goal here. Um, but I will say just a, a great defensive battle uh, Kessler and, and Delaney. Brian was in net again for, for Calgary to get this win uh, two great performances for them. Uh, 32 saves for, uh, for Brian 27 saves for Kessler. Uh, that was on Saturday on Sunday. Calgary gets the two one win also in overtime. So I, I guess the, the the trick here is take Toronto to overtime because that's how you can beat them. Um, so they beat them two to one. Again, Toronto gets the early lead. Uh, Jess Campbell, Jessica Campbell for Calgary gets the equalizer very late into the third period. And then Breanne Jenner gets the overtime winner from Rebecca Johnson and Jill Salner. Um, Emmerin Mashmeyer was in net for this one for uh, Calgary. She goes the whole way with 26 saves. Uh, Sonia Vanderbleek was in for, for the um, Furies, and they she gets 28 saves. Unfortunately, the two goals were just too much for them. So that's our CWHL action from this past weekend. As I said, next weekend we will get to see Calgary and Brampton for two. I'm sure all heading to Toronto for two. Uh, wrap up here at mw sport edition uh just for listening tonight all you hockey monkeys, got hockey in tonight and don't forget to check us out on facebook on instagram on twitter uh if you like hockey follow us we love hockey as well uh also uh if you like any other women's professional sport or ncaa sport we love it too so Follow us on all of those social media platforms or on our website, mywsports.com. Also, tune in next week as we have a, a huge special for you. Next week will be our one-year an- one anniversary of the podcast. So our MyW Sports Monday will have an extra special Sports Monday for you next Monday. So make sure you tune in next Monday, 7 o'clock, uh, right here at Blog Talk Radio, or you can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and many other places as well. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Kyle Westcott, and I will be talking to you next Monday night at 7 o'clock. Thank you very much. Go Canada.